mama know I ain't make my bed, but I'ma lay in it. Whether it's sandpaper, suede linen, whether I'm alone, a Creole lady mama laid in it. The same pajamas I was afraid in. I boogie man slayed my blankets, conceal my blade in it. Emotional seesaw with two fat motherfuckers with strong knees and free fall. It's cloudy with a chance of meatballs. I checked the weather. I gave all my vices a call. Let's get together to talk about the highs and lows, the ups and downs. The friends that I had to hide to come around. They told me that I knew you always come around. Come around, come around, come around, come around. To work out the highs and lows, the ups and downs. No need to hide, the skies is coming down. Go and get high, I promise you're coming down. Coming down, coming down, coming down. Yes, yes, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, yes, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, to episode 60 of the Splash Cast, the ATL edition. I am your co-host, Reggie. I am your co-host, Norwood, the pod guy, and this is Church Announcements and OnlyFans. Hey, man. <laughs> Covering all the bases. Covering all the bases. So y'all know when and, we get to... And let's start with HBCU. <laughs> uh, y'all know with the ATL edition of the Splashcast, we uh, cover the Braves, the Falcons, the Hawks, and the Dream affectionately known as the oldest middle and youngest child uh if you haven't had a chance to go back and listen to the pregame where we talked about Kyrie Irving and his Juneteenth celebration as well as Herschel Walker being the stand-up father uh y'all go back and listen um <laughs> that ain't no quick scope that is a shotgun uh, <laughs> Ah, uh, but we did say he shoots up the club, so you know. But ah, uh, all right, we get out of there, ladies and gentlemen. We are with the Braves segment. The Braves segment. We're gonna start off with the Braves segment, man. So, the Braves in May were four games under five hundred. Four games under five hundred. That, as Norwood likes to say, that fourteen, that that uh World Series was looking like. Hey man, are they really for real? Freddie Freeman has been traded in the offseason. We looked a little looked a little out discombobulated. And then Kapayao. The Braves went on a 14 game win streak and became first we were first in runs scored in June, first in home runs, first in slugging percentage, first in pitching, first in bullpen ERA and we were first had the best record in the league. We had a 14-game win streak that was ended by the Cubs. Uh, and since then, we have gone 5-2. and two. So we are 19-2 and two in the last 21 games. How you feel about that, man? I feel fantastic. This is the only bit of happiness I really have of any of my teams right now. Uh, so I'm trying to maintain my joy with the Braves. Uh, at this point, the 14... The 14 games in a row I was not ready for. I wasn't like either. One to two, and then you like get to seven. You like I don't know if I should say something, and get excited, or if I'm supposed to just chill out. But as the streak kept going, I was like, oh, we got the 14. I can't remember the last time any of my teams have won 14 games in a row. Um, uh, the Hawks. To, trying to stay. I'm trying to stay. Yeah, back with with T. Yeah, when we went to the Eastern Conference Finals, we had that undefeated yep. January. But uh, that's exactly what it was. But, yeah, I was trying to, you know, maintain my excitement without getting, you know, you don't want to get ahead of yourself, but it got good. How you feel? Yeah, the Braves, man, I I am impressed by the Braves. I'm impressed by Austin Riley. 
Uh, it turns out that Brian Snicker, when we were four games under 500, called a teams only. Uh, was he was restless, according to him. He was restless and called, asked the players and the captains to call a players only meeting. And the players only meeting, whatever was said at that meeting, right after that started the 14 0. Oh no 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 no! In the meeting, he told everybody just to relax. That was, oh yeah, that was the whole that was the whole big thing was, you know, he didn't go in there and rip everybody's face off. He basically said, you know, you won that championship last year that way, you won't win it this way. This year, you know, you just relax and play baseball. But <clears throat> I'm gonna mute myself because I think you owe that man another apology. Who? You you had slandered that man. And now he looks like one of the best baseball managers. I don't, no, 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 I'm not. I'm not apologizing no more. Now I apologized twice. I'm not apologizing no more. Not doing it no more. No. He just. Nope. But I didn't. I didn't. I didn't, I didn't slander him this year. I didn't slander him this year. I you slandered him last year. Last year. <laughs> I, and I apologize for that. You, and I apologize for that. Job last year. You did too. Don't act like I'm on this island by myself. This is a two man oh, podcast. I, I was, you agreed. Boy, so if we going down, let me tell you, Reggie gonna make sure we go. Hey, officer, he, hey, we right here together. Yeah, you try to kick me off the plank, brother, and you the one that, that was guilty with me. You gonna grab me? <laughs> it's the evil world we live in. Boy. It is. Hey, man, you already um, said I'm evil. I want to see the world burn, Kyrie. Uh, <laughs> so evil, uh, <laughs> evil is good. <laughs> Yo, but uh, what? <laughs> One of the surprise pitchers uh, that we had is Spencer Strider. Spencer Strider actually had a career high in strikeouts. Uh, this was last week when we played the Washington Expos, the Montreal Nationals, whatever you want to call them. Uh, he had 11 strikeouts, and he is actually uh, he only allowed one hit and two earned runs during that game. Spencer Strider has come in and stepped in right where Soroka was supposed to be. He's not Mike Soroka, but he was a, he has stepped in admirably. Uh, he was a middle reliever last year, and now he is in the rotation. So shout out to Spencer Strider, man, and Soroka coming back. Y'all in trouble. Y'all in trouble. With a very, very dangerous mustache. <laughs> uh, handlebar. Yeah, he said he was growing it in um, – he grew it in high school, I believe, in college, yeah, or college and decided to keep game. it. Every t- well, yes, and, and possibly, I mean, we can't leave him out of rookie of the year, can we? Is he a rookie? I am pretty sure he is. Um, I don't know if he's if you put him in rookie of the year though. Well, I don't oh, know, no. man. Yeah, he's not a rookie. Well, he's yeah. a middle. Re- he he was in the minors. He was a middle reliever last year. Dang! So we lost the cut. So. Uh, the Braves currently are. Let's look at standings real quick. Let's go ahead and get the standings up real quick. So that yeah, let's know. look at the standings of the of the one good team that we have. Uh, <laughs> I'm always happy to do that. Yeah. The Braves are currently five and a half games back of the New York Mets. Striking uh, distance. Striking, striking distance. The Mets have are six and four in their last three. Uh, Six and four in their last ten games. The Braves are seven and three in their last ten games, and we are 
uh, what I say, nineteen and two. We're actually eighteen and three in our last twenty-one games. So uh, we have we are first in the wild card. Uh, we did just lose to the Giants today, but we did win the series. Um, also, and let's, we, let's talk. And we scored ten runs. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. Matt Olson is out here playing like a man on fire right now. I you I think you said he's possibly could break the single season yes. home run record for the Braves. Yeah, 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 the single season record is fifty one home runs. He's at he was at twenty seven home runs two games ago. He's at he had two tonight, so that put him at twenty nine. So yeah, he's he's no tracking. no that's not right. He has ten home runs. He only has ten. Austin Riley leads with eighteen. He's got thirty seven RBIs. Maybe that's But okay, we do that later. Um, but either way, he hits the ball like a man who plays baseball in the nineteen forties. Uh he definitely hit two today. And I feel a little bit better about Alex Anthopoulos and his decision making now that we're this far into the season. Yeah, man. He made some more moves off uh off of in the off season. We brought in William Contreras, who's been playing really well. Michael Harris has just decided to be the best rookie he now he may get rookie of the year oh man and old, Michael uh, Harris what was it Demerit who was there uh in front of him boy you it's tight on you my friend yeah brother you are now a trade piece <laughs> uh, <laughs> they, they, and not and not not really nothing about it you really didn't nope. do bad I mean and you nope, did what was expected <laughs> string of events my friend but that guy there looks like a pretty good baseball player and then we got Orlando Arcia. We brought him in as well, and he hit the walk-off single last night. So Alex Anthopoulos has been doing really, really well. Um, Good leadership we, and success. How does that work? Is that, that? <laughs> who knew? Um, so the Braves, man. Oh, we, I, we we did not know that one. We was like, what are you doing here, man? <laughs> so the Braves, uh, uh, they have they round out the the series with the giants um they are right now at two and one we play two more games against the giants it's i'm sorry we're one and one in a four-game set so hopefully we win the next two to win the series and then and then after the giants leave you know who comes to town who comes to town who's the next team we play this weekend it's a big game play the dodgers freddie freeman comes home freddie freeman come comes on, home freddie. come on those tickets are out of this. The tickets start at $120. That's for the nosebleed. Let Matt Olsen and you fight at first base. Best man wins. Cage match. <laughs> the Dodgers, man, they starting to put it together, too. So, man, the Braves are in the midst of a, a, a really important uh, home home, uh, home stretch where we play the two California teams um, before we go back and- into league play and play the Philadelphia Phillies. And it feels good to have a bunch of different bright spots on the team. Everybody's good. Exactly. That is such a unique feeling and to believe that everybody can do their part and you can win. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. I always give a shout out to Dansby Swanson. That is somebody who I almost, I almost apologize to almost every, every episode because I was calling for him to go too. And he is just, he's leading the team in batting average. He's leading the team in hits. He's leading the team in on-base percentage. So, 
and Austin Riley too. So the Braves, man, <laughs> they are they are really really well they are really really well put together. Uh, this roster is really well put together. Ozzy Albies is out here playing really well, and but it's just everybody's playing well. Um, Say it again. Everybody's playing well. Ozzy Albies oh, is doing well, and then there's also your man who hit another moonshot home run this year today, Ronald Acuna. Ronald Acuna. Golden Acuna. Woo! He's a beast, man. He's a beast. Him and him and uh, Michael Harris out there, and, and they look pretty good, man. They look pretty good. But with that said, ladies and gentlemen, we come to the end of the Brave segment of episode and, 60. And, and probably the end of, boy, that team is playing really good. Um, <laughs> what you mean? The Braves. After, I mean, next we'll talk about the Fal- Falcons and the Hawks. Oh, yeah, yeah, a lot yeah, less yeah. fun. Uh, yeah, it ain't gonna be great. <laughs> gonna be great. <laughs> trying to turn the curve on his <laughs> It ain't gonna be great at all, Shadi. But y'all stay tuned, we'll man. Y'all, st- we'll be back. We'll be right back. Y'all listen to the Splashcast Twelve Pack while we uh get ready for our Falcon segment, aka the Middle Child, aka Can't Get Right, which you probably can say that about the Hawks too. But y'all stay tuned. <laughs> that boy, man. What is he? Yes, yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. We are back with our second segment known as the Falcon segment, episode 60 of the Atlanta edition of the Splash Cast, where we have it's gonna be a quick segment. Got a couple things to talk about, man. Um so, sure do. Uh, <laughs> sure do. So everybody knows this offseason the Falcons were in the running. We pretty much gave Matt Ryan the boot, decided that uh we were gonna go after Deshaun Watson, and apparently we were really close to landing Deshaun Watson, and then Cleveland decided to give him the bag. The story that came out with signing to, with the ability to sign Deshaun Watson or potentially signing Deshaun Watson was there were other players and free agents that were watching to see where Deshaun signed and where the, and if they could play with him, what team they could play together on. One player, one such player was uh, was your man, Jadavion. Not, not my guy at all. Jadavion Clowney, shut in. Jadavion Clowney. Possibly said he probably would have played with the Falcons and signed with the Falcons if we had signed Deshaun Watson. Is that a miss for the Falcons or a blessing in disguise? I really wish you would play Melodies from Heaven right now. Um, Melodies. He's from <laughs> This is the best case scenario right here. Uh, number one, we did not pay Deshaun Watson, $230 million, as he's probably going to have to sit out the whole next season. And Jadavion They talk about Lamar, he may get 60 games. Oh, nah. You can't do 60 games. That's NFL five. Game that's, that's, that's that's four seasons. His, his season. No, his career is over. You can't. No. You can't put him in five seasons. Uh, but, yes. And we didn't get Clowney. This is legitimately the best of both worlds. 
I never thought I would get to a point where I would be excited about Desmond Ritter as our quarterback. But the fact that we did not pay for Watson, which I was a little bit more okay with, even with the year, I probably would have bit the bullet. But the, the fully guaranteed contract is way too much. And the fact that he was bringing Clowney, this is all bad to me, bad and worse. So you brought up Desmond Ritter. Um, Another team are, making better decisions than them. Desmond Ritter is light. According to Arthur Smith, Desmond Ritter is light years ahead of most young QBs when it comes to understanding the offense. He already pretty much has the verbiage down uh, and the cadence down for calling plays that Arthur Smith wants to see. And it has been already speculated that Desmond Ritter is fighting for the starting spot over Mariota. And they said he probably will be the breakout player of the year for the Falcons. Do you think he's going to start? I don't know if I want him to start early. There are a few things. Uh, number one, this is a way to get me excited. Well, you are saying everything that I want to hear. Uh, and I really don't know what to do. I, I I never have believed in this guy, but everything sounds so good that I just want it to be true. Um, I want to see the Falcons be good so bad. And I'm going to just blindly believe it. Is it probably true? Probably not, but I, I, I want to see them do well, so I'm going to just ride with it. Uh, Mariota also, I was reading some earlier, I think today or earlier this week, he is one of the seven worst veteran quarterbacks in the NFL. Uh, so I think this should be a very easy transition. So here's why I'm hesitant to say I want him to start and be the breakout player and all of that. Our offensive line still is not good. We don't know what we have at running back. We don't have, we don't know what we have at receiver. If you want to be 100% honest, we don't need him to dodge, duck, and and play dodgeball. And if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. We ain't doing all of that, man. We need, when you have a rookie quarterback, in order for them to play early and set them up for success, you need a strong offensive line. Normally, you need a decent running game, and you need a go-to receiver. We have a go-to tight end, and that is it. We don't have, we have everything else is unproven. That's why what, I'm what nervous they, about Ritter. What did they say? A uh, a calm a calm ocean that has never made for a strong navy man or something like that. We're testing it out anyway. Let's just go ahead and see if he can dodge full speed. Season is over anyway because Tom Brady came back. If he you know who else they did that with? You know who? Uh, what team did that? Houston. You know who they did that with and ruined his career? David Carr. <laughs> David uh, Carr got uh, sacked you, 85 times in one year. 85 as a rookie. Need to move faster, son. <laughs> okay. Well, obviously, but, but no, I'm. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I also don't think that David Carr was necessarily the guy to double down on in the first place. I, you think, and you think Ritter is? No, I say let's go ahead and throw him out there and get sacked 85 times. It, it is very similar to how my father taught me how to swim. Throw him in the deep end, they'll be all right, Val. Um, yeah. Same thing here with Me Desmond too. Ritter. Just get on out there in the deep end, just like black dads do anyway. And son, if you swim, you'll be all right. And if you drown, well, I guess you did. I will. <laughs> New definition to sink or swim. You either going to be all right or you're going to be retired. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> they about to have that boy out there running for his life. Desmond Ritter cannot keep weight on. He keeps running. 
<laughs> He's Yo, running for his life. That's going to be your career anyway if you come to Atlanta, so you might as well get used to it early, man. Oh, do you want to see him start? So you said you do want to see him start. I don't. Okay. I think they're setting him up to start because they brought in Mariota. And Mariota has already started the narrative of, which is some loser shit to me if you really want to talk about it. If I lose, I'll, I'm still going to be a great mentor. No. Hey, I'm here to compete, and the, and we'll see where it goes from there. So two things. I think at this point, we're, we could very well go for another quarterback next year with Bryce being available. So CJ, I'm, CJ I'm Stroud. Just, yeah, I'm I'm at the point where let's just give him a whole year. There's no point in wasting the games with Mariota. I think we pretty much well know that Mariota ain't the guy. And especially if 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 the competition is this close already, we wasting everybody's time. If he caught up with you that fast, Mariota, you are not the guy. And you gotta think Arthur Smith already knows who you are. Which is why they brought him in. That's that's the honestly that's what I was saying. That's I think that's what really, really brought Mariota in. They were set up, huh? Set up to let Ritter uh, start. I I think it was set up. Nobody they pulled him. They pulled him in Tennessee. Arthur Smith was the coach, was the offensive coordinator. They said you are not good enough, and they brought in Tannehill. It was a perfect insurance policy. Which, if that is the game plan, I feel even more confident about Arthur Smith because that is a long damn. <laughs> that is a long con. I like when people Jedi mind trick you at the end of the movie and like, oh, this is the whole thing. God, I mean, don't say me, bro. Yeah, <laughs> that would be great, man. So, but I told y'all this is a quick segment, man. I don't unless you have anything you want to talk about with the Falcons, man. The OTAs are over, so with OTAs being over, they're on vacation, and next thing up is summer camp next next month. And we do not have Deshaun Watson on our team, who may not be available until. Year twenty five thirty till <laughs> till till to till the World Cup. That's what he gonna come back. <laughs> uh, we won't have to worry about Clowney being a free agent that we don't want to sign next year, like everybody does or some. He is the least wanted free agent. He's he's the freest agent I think I've ever seen in NFL history. Every year they be like, Nah, we don't really want him. And then he, they sign him, and they sign him, and then he get ten sacks. You'd be like, "Dang, why didn't you?" <laughs> but it's also because he's, his injury history. That's that's really he is what like, it is. He's like the stuff that you buy at the Walmart, like when you're going through the line. You're like, yeah, I can use that shit at the house somewhere. That's exactly who Jadavion Clowney is. And the stuff is kind of valuable, but you also really didn't need to buy it. You were just going to spend it money. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we've come to the end of the Falcon segment of episode 60 of ATL edition of the splash cast. Y'all stay tuned as we get ready for our final segment, AKA starting to be kind of a disappointing off season. Um, the Hawks will talk about all it's, it's about to go. It's about to go off the rails. Now I'm gonna let y'all know that right now. Y'all stay tuned. Nope. I come, I come bringing positivity and happiness. No, you don't. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. We are back better than ever, better than ever with our final segment of the ATL edition of episode 60 of the splash cast, the Atlanta Hawks segment. Got two topics to talk about today. 
that is going to spiral into a whole lot of more topics to talk about today. Uh, first off, first off, first off, let's start with Landry Fields. So Landry Fields is the Hawks' assistant GM. If you remember Landry Fields, he played uh, multiple seasons in the NBA, mostly with the Suns. Um, he is now being promoted to the GM role, general manager role, and he will continue to work under president of basketball operations, Travis Schlink in the Hawks front office. I think originally Travis Schlink was president and GM, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, this is an interesting move. I think he probably was getting offers to leave and the Hawks enjoy and like having him employed there. And they decided to go ahead and give him a promotion and a raise to be the GM in a title bump. Yeah, he's always been the second in command. Mm-hmm. So this is just the the financial part of this, and I guess the more the more recognition part. Uh, but he's always been right there with Schlink. I just hope they get it right. That's the biggest thing. I don't care who you put in the seat; just get the decisions right. And it's ever since he became GM, I don't know if it's set up this way, but he has been active, or the Hawks have been in every trade rumor known to man um one of those oh go ahead i just hope we're not making moves out of desperation we're definitely making moves out of desperation one of those trade rumors that uh has started of course is always centered around our second best player john collins um john collins has been viewed by a lot of people in atlanta and a lot of people around basketball as somebody even though he averages 20 and 10 18 and 9, 17 and 10, willing to take a backseat, a great play, a great teammate. A lot of people think that he is not, you can't keep him on the team and he's not going to bolster the Hawks to the next level. Um, uh, it seems like the trade rumors with John have heated up more this year than last year. And if you read the tea leaves, there are little indications that he really might be out of here this time. The first indication is Chris Gent. Chris Gent is the Laker is was pretty much hired by uh, Lloyd Pierce, and he is responsible for getting John Collins, who when he came into the league was only a dunker and a high energy guy, to be a pretty good three point shooter, shooting at forty percent, as well as uh, a pretty good mid range shooter as well. Uh, Chris Gent is probably John Collins' favorite coach on the staff. Um, he worked with him every day, every practice, every camp. He was there working personally with John Collins. So for him to be to leave and go join Darvin Ham's staff, which is not – we maybe I could be reading too much into this because Darvin Ham was a Hawks assistant coach too, remember? So Absolutely. He, he could have gone yeah. and got Chris Gent as well. So I mean, we may be reading too much into this, but this does not bode well for the Hawks in terms of what we want in keeping John Collins. Yeah, I think at this point, I, I I keep trying to make peace with it every day. Jen is out and thinking that if you're leaving Atlanta and going to the Lakers, outside of the visibility, their future just does not look as bright as ours. Um, So that move does confuse me a little bit. But well, with the he's, other he's rumors, getting a promotion though. Remember, he's going to be the top assistant. Remember, Nate was the top assistant, and then there's somebody else. So now he's the top assistant with the Lakers. So normally, right. when you're the top um, assistant, the next thing is to be a 
head coach. Yeah, I mean, valid point. But I, I think Collins is gone. And I, I think it'll be better for everybody. It's going to be interesting to see what we get back. But I think that, yeah, uh, with Jen out the door, it's probably the writer on the wall at this point. Well, let's spiral now. We're about to spiral. So those are only two topics, guys. We're now about to spiral. So there have been multiple. You know the draft is Thursday. Thursday. Correct. I don't understand what the Hawks are doing, especially when you bring in a new GM, which is an old GM. But it seems like for everything that the Falcons have done, where we said the Falcons look like they have a plan. We don't know if this plan is going to work, but they do have a plan. They were going to get bigger and faster and more physical at every position. And they have done that literally at every position. We have all six yep. foot four receivers. Uh, we have everything is, has been an upgrade in terms of size and strength. The Hawks, we don't know what's going on. There's so many trade speculations. Apparently everybody is on the trading block except for Trey Young. Literally everybody. And DeAndre Hunter. DeAndre Hunter also. Oh, and DeAndre Hunter. Well, we just found that out last week because there were speculations about that before. So apparently DeAndre Hunter and Trey Young are not on the trading block, but everybody else is. Clint Capella has been listed, uh, linked to the Timberwolves. John Collins has been linked to everybody. Everybody. Literally Literally the entire NBA. Bogey can't be traded because he got hurt. But Kevin Herter has been. I heard heard today that he can't be moved. Okay, well, Bogey, they already, they just, oh, that's what I wanted to say. Uh, The Hawks also today, as of today. Have we confirmed this? This is from True to the ATL Hawks. This is a very credible source. Uh, the Hawks are expected to waive Danilo Gallinari to reduce payroll by $16 million. Um, by June 23rd, was it June 23rd? June 23rd, if he was not waived, uh, his $5 million guarantee becomes a $21 million guarantee. So we are going to allegedly uh, waive Danilo Gallinari. Oh, so in that two days. That That'll tell me dollars. everything I need to know about this season. Depending on what they do with Gallo, I can't imagine that you would waive Gallo when you could. You could. Can you not trade him? Uh, can't I mean, be untradeable. If 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 you if you're a GM and you know a team does not want to pay a player, and all you have to do is wait for the, wait it out, why would you give up an asset? You could just add him. Because if there are multiple teams that want him, then somebody might pay for him. I mean you. You going to pay? So you think they'll pay somebody? They'll pay him more than twenty one million dollars? I think that if you're a competing team, I think Gallo's a good is a is a hell of an option at twenty one million dollars. Remember, his contract becomes guaranteed. So if you trade for him, you take on twenty one million dollars guaranteed. Do you think Gallo is worth twenty one million dollars? Because obviously he's not going to start. He's not going to start. No. That's why you, that's why you wait for him to be waived versus trying and try to sign him that way for well, a reasonable but somebody, amount. But somebody also might be interested in taking the expiring contract too. Well, if that was the case, they would have done it by now. Yeah, I I think I could have moved him as for an expiring or something. There's somebody who has somebody who they want to get rid of, 
and they can't get rid of him because he's on a long-term contract and they will take Gallo in place of 100%. Then why, if you're going to do that, then why would you trade Gallo? That's the, you're, you're, you're replacing a two of spades with a two of spades. Not, nah, not necessarily. It could be a better two of spades. Well, it could be a better two, excuse me. That's the only one hard. that I could see, I could see is Jeremy Grant. That's somebody that you would trade Gallo for, but then he would have to be in the starting lineup. No, you wouldn't do that. Uh, I would have to think about somebody who's in the twenty million dollar range that you're ready to make peace with right now. Nobody, <laughs> ain't nobody in the twenty million dollar range that you that's on an expiring contract that you would trade that that but would give would. you more as a fit for Gallo. There's there's nobody that there's nobody that you could think of. Bobby Portis signed a one year deal. PJ Tucker no. opted out. There's no, there's nobody on the bench. I guess he's probably closer to a ten million dollar player. You don't want to pay twenty million dollars for a ten million dollar player. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's no nobody's gonna that's there's right. nobody that's gonna pay twenty one million dollars. Right. So that's why they got rid of Gallo. Um, but I I had to make sure that we talked about that because when it came to Gallo, he's the one that Mohawk Gallo was the dude in our run to the Eastern Conference Finals. Um. So shout out to Gallo, salute to you, man. We loved you here in Atlanta. Jesus, Jesus. Gallo, well, what is and Lou? What is Lou doing, bro? Lou, you're done. Lou's done. Lou's out of here. Lou's, Lou's not. That ain't gonna no, have you not seen the rumors? Lou want, is considering coming back for another year, and I'm like, where? Well, if y'all well, bring Lou Williams back, I don't. I might not even watch the game. He better be in an Andre Iguodala role. No, we need the spots. Do we? We just got rid of Gallo. Obviously, we're about to make some moves. Herder's been we on the block, to. which is happening for you. John Collins, they're not going to trade John Collins. The only way that I've seen that they're going to trade John Collins is to trade him in a package for a better player, meaning somebody like we've heard DeAndre Ayton, we've heard Rudy Gobert. I refuse to even talk about Donovan Mitchell and to have the six-foot-one Mini Mouse is back there with no defense. That is the big. That's the biggest frust- frustrating part about the whole thing is not one soul has actually talked about fixing the defense. Everybody just the like, whole hey, all season. Score. Nobody yeah. except for Rudy Gobert. Except for Rudy Gobert. That's the only defensive discussion we've ever had. He costs like, does, just has, as much. Or has more. anybody noticed we have basically the second best offense in the NBA? We don't need any more points. We have to stop somebody eventually, and. Uh, I get in Hawks chats and want to rip my face off. But uh, I just want to see them have a plan more than anything. You know how you brought up with the Falcons. I, I would just like to see some type of direction. I have a lot of fears that he really just going to try to get under the tax and mail it in for the season and see if they can do it with what they got. And that is a disappointment. I don't know, man, because they got to keep Trey happy, right? And Trey's happy if – He's Trey is not a up. good player. You gotta shut up with two hundred and seven million dollars. You don't gotta shut up. You two hundred seven million dollars gives you say so. You don't gotta shut up. There's no way you sign somebody for two hundred seven million dollars and don't listen to what they have to say. There's no way you do that. Yeah, but you also have to be patient with us because we just paid you two hundred seven million dollars. I have to be patient. I can request a trade. I don't. You don't. Today's NBA players don't have to do anything. They don't have I, to be that, patient. They don't have to do lose. nothing. That would be the ideal situation. So you would say just start all the way over? No. Well, in the idea that he's that good, there should be a decent market for him, right? You still got to start over. At the, I'm assuming if that John Collins would be out of there. 
by that time. So you would have nobody there but DeAndre Hunter oh, and yeah. old yeah, yeah, Lilas yeah. Bogey. I was talking. I was talking about like right, like today. If he was like, "Oh, I want out," then I that be, no, we ain't talking about that. That's a that's a foolish. No, we ain't gonna talk about that because they're not yeah, gonna do it. Yeah, they would hold him hostage. Wrestler wants to sell him tickets. Uh, yeah, I just think that we're nothing I've seen is it's something where we don't get accosted. I haven't even seen like a fair swap, anything close to it. I haven't even seen really a 60-40. That's the it's thing like, about hey, John come, Collins. Come here and let me rob you. He's a tweener. So it's really, really difficult to get a market for John Collins and get somebody better at that age. Because remember, he's still only like 24. Like, he's still a really young player. And all of the comparisons that you have with John Collins, Jeremy Grant would be one. I keep bringing up Jeremy Grant, but that's that's who I can think of. 6'9", that can play the three. But, or play, you know, can play multiple positions, but John Collins plays more of a big man role, and it's very difficult to find a tweener of his skill set as a big man. It's very, I mean, I can't think of anybody, really. No, maybe Aaron Gordon. Reason. Aaron Gordon was was probably Good in shoot. that mold. And no, he could shoot threes. He could shoot threes now. Aaron now, Gordon shoots threes. But at, at, no, no, no. At John Collins' age, he couldn't shoot. Uh, as he was shooting by the time he was in the second dunk contest, he was shooting threes. Yeah, yeah, that's the second contract. He was in Orlando for a long time. But that, but okay, either way, what I'm saying is that's the mold that John Collins is in. Somebody a three, a guy that can shoot the three. He probably, I I have been critical of John saying that he needs to develop a mid range and or a post game. But at the what for today's NBA, like, could you imagine? I would trade John Kaminga. Probably is another person that's like in the John Collins mold, more of that Wait, stretch he, four type player that's athletic enough to play defense and shoot. I don't know what you're looking up. You look. No, I was looking to see when he started. I guess yeah, around his fourth season, he's shooting about thirty three percent. You're right. Are oh, you talking about Eric? Well, Gordon? yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, because we, we me, almost made that trade a long time ago. That was a trade that people were talking about. Aaron Gordon for John Collins. Boy, glad we missed that boat. <laughs> uh, but I mean, I guess it it should be interesting. I, 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 we've been lucky enough that John has been good enough that you can't get the value back for how good he is. Um, that is the last play I have on the table at this point. And the only other answer is the Hawks just take a loss and move on from John Collins. They don't want to pay him $25 million a year. And that is the answer. I surely don't like the answer. I just did that. And, and to think that, to think that. That's blatantly hitting on a pig and then kicking the can. If you're trading John Collins and they're talking about trading him for draft picks, you, to me, that means that, uh, Nate is probably on his way out too. If you're going to trade John Collins for draft picks, knowing that Nate does not play rookies at all, then not they had to force Nate to play Onyeko Okongwu. They had to force him. Think about that. They had to come down in the second lottery half of pick. the season, a lottery, lottery pick, and pick. had to force <laughs> Nate to play him. That means that why would you trade a veteran who the coach is partial to to go get more rookies? That means that or, Nate is probably on his way out. 
Or that also means he's lost control of this, which probably for him would mean he's out. Because at that mm-hmm. point, they will be basically ordering him to do things. And I don't see Nate as a guy taking a bunch of orders from somebody else. Nope. It's, none of this bodes well. But it, And what do you even uh, want it for? If, Tra- if Nate leaves, Trey will undoubtedly have the coach killer. I mean, he will almost be the teammate killer. That means Cam, JC, Clint will be out of there. Herder will be out of there. And, you know, him and Bogey can't even coexist now on the starting lineup together. So Yeah, they can't even be on the court right now. So, Which is the part that I don't understand about everybody wanting a more ball-dominant guard. If you can't do it with Bogey, how in the hell are you going to do it with a guy who actually wants to dribble the ball? Uh, I I would have liked to get to get Malcolm Brogdon, but Brogdon is just a better version of Delon Wright to me. And Brogdon is would he... you would play Trey has to be willing to play off the ball. You need if you want to be Steph Curry. I mean, you do literally everything Steph Curry does. You do that when you score. You do all of that stuff that Steph Curry does. Steph Curry learned how to play off the ball. Steph Curry gets the ball when he all right, y'all ain't gonna do it. All right, bet. Then or, or I'm hot. But he ain't taking them stupid threes for no reason. Like you got a lot of maturing to do, Trey. And you are running I hate to say it, you are running away a lot of good talent because you're playing selfishly. Period. Didn't mean to go there, but as the conversation progressed, it is what it is. I just I at this point. I just want to double that. Whatever they want to do, they believe that will work for Trey. Just do that. So everything else ain't going to work. So just let's see what that looks like at this point. It ain't going to look like nothing, man. We ain't, we're just going to be playing a year every I, time. I just want to see it. I just want to see Because if you're not going to play John Collins, then let's move him. Like so if, if you're, you're good, not, so if you're not going to give him a shot, then move him. You're wasting his time and you're wasting your time. So if we're going to move him, what team should come get him? Oh, Miami number one. Miami. That is that, that is Jimmy Butler, John Collins, Bam Adebayo, two undersized fours. They have different skill sets that you can kind of lean on different guys for different things. Oh, that front court will be unstoppable. Um, I'm trying to think. Pretty much any contender. Dallas? Dallas, John Collins, and oh, Dallas? Oh, yeah. Well, you already got Christian Wood there, but I think the Christian Wood and John oh, Collins just play together. Like Doesn't Christian matter. Wood. I mean, he's a four. I mean, once again, it's the same thing I believe with like Bam Adebayo. Just put two guys who are kind of not bigs, but big enough. Between the two of y'all, y'all can probably jump and be. Y'all, y'all get the, the job done between the two of you. 76ers, that's another one. They could. They, yep. they have people to trade. No, they don't. They have to oh, trade. I know that they would take uh, Collins for Tobias. Mm-hmm. 76 I mean, Brook, uh, Brook, uh, Brooklyn need, well Brooklyn don't have no trade asset trade bait Boston no Boston has a lot of pieces and John Collins at the four on that team is ridiculous but then your your money gonna get tricky towards the end cause you would be at you gotta pay you got Tatum Jalen Brown I think Jalen Brown They're already on, contract both though. of them are in the contract you're right. I mean, yeah. I don't know what what we will get back. I, I think Your money I gets tricky than... because you would have to get rid of Horford. That's where the money is. 
which they're going to do. But I, we're not going to trade yeah, John would, Collins for Horford. I would. <laughs> we might. <laughs> Aspiring contract. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, it, man. I, I yeah. don't know where else he goes. And, and Minnesota. But Portland. I, uh, Portland. Who would they give us? Uh, now they'd, they'd have to give me Simons and a big for John. And they're not going to do that because they already got rid of C.J. McCollum. Spurs interested too. Spurs have a lot of pieces. Spurs have yeah. a lot of pieces that we yeah. could use. Yeah, I mean, uh, oh, I don't think that they have anything that I would be too. Oh, maybe Jackson Hayes, but uh, say the team, the Pelicans. Pelicans, yep. Because you have Valanciunas at the five, Collins at the four. You have Ingram at the three, McCollum at the two, and Devontae Graham, and maybe pick you up, you know, draft your point guard. That's a little team you got there. Or you can just piss everybody off and trade them to Golden State. <laughs> or, oh, I mean, we we could even, I have seen you could, whoa, Jesus. Please, could, no. Golden State got uh, five players that they, could t- that they could trade for John Collins right now. And they can make uh, it. Work. Who else? Uh, New York. We could swap Julius for John Collins. Yeah, I don't want nothing from. I don't want to be New York. I don't want nothing from I New mean, York. I want y'all to. I, I want y'all to keep Julius. Oh. I want y'all to keep Obi and not. I, now that's a trade. What John no. Collins to New York for Obi Toppin and somebody else? Why? Well, but you gonna have to pay. I mean, you ain't gonna pay him John Collins money, but you gonna have to pay him some money. And he he's like Collins, but like Dollar General. Can't sh- no uh-uh. Collins can shoot. If you're trying to win, you you keep Collins and pun on Obi Toppin. But at least yeah. Julius is 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 kind of tough. He has a better Julius ball handle. Go to, Julius going to Dallas anyway. They, they, he ain't coming to LA. Jesus, if, if Julius goes to Dallas, that is scary. Ain't he from there? He was at the game. Christian Wood, Christian Wood Julius, Luca, Jalen Brunson. Uh, if they bring Julius, they wouldn't be able to sign Jalen. Because you got Christian Wood on a contract, Luca on a super max. And- no, no, no. Christian Wood is on a very reasonable contract. Don't He's worry Ju- about that. Julius is still on a, a $20 million a year contract, I believe. That ain't that, But the, the, the cap is going up. $20 million, ain't, that's a John Collins contract. It ain't breaking you. Or you could trade him to Orlando for Mo Bamba. (laughs) Yeah. But anyway, man, it's a whole lot of mess with the Hawks right now. $13 million a year? That ain't going to last long. If he has a good year next year, they're going to have to bump that up. But, um. Bump it to 20? But um, when it comes to Ain't no spring when, chicken, when it comes to the Hawks, man, we don't know what the hell is going on, man. We don't know who, what, when, where, or why, what their strategy is. Like we said before, like you said before, like we decided, the draft being Thursday will let us know a lot. There's supposed to be a whole lot of draft day trades. Allegedly, we're trading up to the fourth pick. Uh, I mean, not us, but a bunch of teams want to trade up to the fourth pick. I'm not really impressed with anybody in the draft, to be honest. I don't believe in Chet Holmgren. Banchero literally disappeared when it, when the spotlights were on. Um, 
and I don't. I, Ivy's okay. He's uh, you know, it's all right. But you have established players. You're you have established players at every position that you're talking about trading for. So it doesn't make sense to me. But again, that's why I'm not a GM. It is what it is. That's not. That's not why. It's just unfortunate you're not a GM. I'm not saying that I couldn't do better than some of these people because I 100 <laughs> percent believe I could. Cleveland. <laughs> I would um, not have missed on that many picks. <laughs> with I that being it. with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we've come to the end of the ATL edition of the Splash Cast. Norwood, if we didn't miss anything, take us out. We have never missed anything a day in our life. This is another excellent pod. Once again, the ATL edition. Uh what was this? Church announcements. And, and OnlyFans. Only uh, <clears throat> can you tell them? Where they can find us Damn I normally can Everywhere <laughs> uh, So we are Everywhere ladies and gentlemen Let me go ahead and get this ready Let me go ahead and get this ready If you want to yeah, contact <laughs> If you want Uh-oh. to contact us If you want to contact us We are You can go to New our shit. link tree our link tree that is on the Splash Cast Instagram page. You go to the Splash okay. Cast Instagram page. Go to the link tree. Kapayal. Then you can find our YouTube page. You can. We are on Apple Podcasts at Splash Cast at Splash Cast. We're on Spotify, the Splash Cast, and Spotify, the Splash Cast. And Reggie Norwood. One is for the uh, playlist. The one is for the podcast. We also on Google Podcasts for some of those that use those. Instagram, we are Instagram at the Splashcast at underscore underscore the Splashcast on Twitter. Look at that on Twitch, y'all. We're on Twitch where we do our live streams. Bow, you can even come here and see the Twitch. It, it boom, already there. All you gotta do is click. You, all you gotta do is go to the link tree in there. We also are on TikTok. Uh, this is to the playlist every week. This will be episode 60's playlist. Uh, we also have the playlist home, the mat. This is the master playlist and as well on Facebook and anchor at Splashcast with Reggie and Norwood. And if you want to reach meet, reach out with us, we love to partner. We love to partner with small businesses. We love to partner with black businesses. We love to partner with minorities. We love to partner with LGBTQ, anybody that's been disenfranchised. We love to, and anybody that is doing or a service or a product we would love to partner with you and give some notoriety as well so you can reach out to us at diveteammedia at gmail.com i think i covered it all man yeah hey uh what you do is you go to the link tree you hit copy and just set it send it to all your friends don't even give them an explanation. Just send them the link tree and they'll figure it out. From there. Send it to your grandma to put it in the bulletin send it to your friend to put it on her only fans everywhere yes and then you know just so we can see that they did it let me send send me the only fans account so i can see that <laughs> it was really there because i gotta verify where our brand is at and i want to make sure oh, that it's man. on the the up and uppest hey uh, only fans people make sure y'all should <laughs> y'all should create a discount code called the splash cast <laughs> now there is some hey there is a strategic partnership i see that there that will be beautiful because you know you got like the splash cast and then you yep okay number splash. one number one drip, drip. more black baseball <laughs> no 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 yo no man number two 
Number two. <laughs> number two. <laughs> more black cowboys and more black cowgirls. Uh, there's a funny I story. Know, there's man. a joke there, too. <laughs> All right, I'm stop. I'm stop. I'm going to mute myself. Let me mute myself. <laughs> we are uh, a podcast about historical <laughs> black college university sports, and you're just childish as hell. Um, but yes, now that I've right. collected myself, the historically black college university that you graduated from, send some money over there. The historically black college university that's in your neighborhood, send some more money over there. Then all the rest of the money that you can find anywhere in your cash app. I found that I had a couple of dollars in my Apple, uh, whatever they call that thing, Apple wallet. Um, all of that money, send it to the Hampton University care of the Splashcast, uh, and then put on the line under that, the memo line, the realest podcast in the world. Uh, thank you guys for supporting us on episode 60. This has been another fantastic episodes. Me and Reggie are going to go cry in the car now because they're probably going to trade John Collins and begin the meltdown the Atlanta Hawks. And that makes us sad, but the Braves are still playing well. Um, it ain't but one thing left to do now, Reg. What's that? Hang, Hang out. out. Love y'all, man. Y'all stay but safe. One thing left to do. Adios, mi amigos. Buenos noches. All of those. Peace out, y'all. <laughs> y'all be safe. Give me some Latin music. October, where you at? Bala Camingo. Orale. Death Row music, man. We got a little something for everybody, every part of the world, and every lady in the party. Mercy, mercy me, I've been blessed by an angel. Mercy, mercy me, I love to see what you're made of. On the dance floor, and the music is feeling right. In that dress, you look so fine. You won't want to leave. Come by la conmigo. Come closer, I need your time. Oh, baby, you're so hot that I wanna feel the heat from all you got. Come by la conmigo. Come closer, I need your love. Oh, baby, don't you quit. I wanna feel the movement of your Mercy me, oh, you're so attractive.